Armored Bear Productions. Welcome to Not Safe for Wizards, an actual play 5th edition D&D podcast. So you guys are in the palace. Uh, I believe we left off with uh, everyone needing a bath. No, no, no. We, we got all the bath. We yeah, that was the first thing we did. And had breakfast the next day. Okay, so you are you are in the breakfast chambers. Uh, the the king is there, uh, and indeed today uh, the queen is there with him. And uh, I'm looking for coffee cake. There is coffee cake aplenty. Well, there should be. It's my favorite thing. So when does the ambassador to the orphans uh, leave? Who are you asking that to? Uh, well, I'm that assuming we're sitting with the king. Uh, so the king looks and he's he wanted to leave uh, soon after the coronation. I was trying to talk him into uh, waiting a little longer until um, until winter was a bit, you know, winter was a little less severe and, and maybe maybe wait for beginning of spring. But uh, he is somewhat insistent that uh, they get on the road. That's interesting. I would think they would want to wait for milder weather for the trip. Um, from what I can tell, there he has gotten word of some sort of internal issues in his uh, within the orc lands. So I think part of his uh, part of his desire to get going is to be there to be part of whatever is going on. Okay, and I assume that you are still interested in having us go with them for protection. Absolutely, absolutely. You, uh, I, I hate to even ask for it because you know you've you've done so much. Um, but yes, uh, because of the the underlying issues between the uh, the elves and the orcs, I would like to make sure that I have a well. I have someone there that I can uh, trust to keep him safe, uh, as well as maybe um, if something were to pop up, uh, might have a cooler head and not respond back with violence, absolutely. And you're sure we're the ones for that? <laughs> he looks and he's like, I, I have a feeling that you understand the, you understand the nature of wanting to keep a uh, balance of things. I suppose we might at that. Uh, well, I believe we had discussed a little bit briefly walking back up from the sewer, and I think that we're all still interested in doing that um at some point we are gonna have to kind of i don't want to be too vulgar about it but get put on the payroll so to speak oh yes yes absolutely absolutely uh <clears throat> i uh if you are if you are interested uh I, I would love for you to have uh rooms here in the keep um and you would again you would have access to um you know any of the the the, the keeps you know the kitchen uh our our basic stores of of goods and whatnot you know if you need custom weapons or whatever made of course there's a slight cost that's unexplained um and uh i would want to pay you a uh, a stipend of sorts yes that all sounds absolutely fine uh, you mentioned custom weapons, and I had started working on a project with the alchemist that you had brought in to assist me. I would like to put a rush and see if I can get that done before we have to leave. Excellent. Uh, Your Highness. Okay, so last thing I heard, uh, Chase was talking about trying to get his... Uh, project finished his... before we have to leave. Yeah. Yep. Right. And the king was about to tell you what your monthly stipend was going to be. Um, and then uh, Lotus said something, said your highness, and then everything fell apart. To be fair, I said your highness because you went quiet. So I thought that the king wasn't talking for a moment. I'm sorry if I talked over you. No, no, it was, there was a pause. And then there was, I guess there was a pause and it just kind of happened. So. Um, so, so King Varendel, uh, is like, I, I believe a, uh, a, a 120, uh, gold piece 
a month stipend uh, per each of you, uh, plus your uh, quarters here in the palace, uh, should uh, that should be amenable? Uh, if, if, let me know if there's any. That is more than generous, Your Highness. Yes, and, yes, it is. And he, he turns, and you know, one of his underlings is there, and he uh, he goes and 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 he's like, I, I believe for what you've done so far, and and everything, uh, let's get you paid. Uh, today for the first month, uh, and the rest will be put into accounts for you, so uh, you are able to draw uh, while while in town and and whatnot. So, uh, but let's get you paid today uh, in coin. Uh, so everybody, add 120 gold pieces to to your character sheet. All right, um, and you you you're the the king of Grimsby is is your patron now. So cool. Oh, um, Joe, I'm also gonna go back to my room and take a small item with me, so that in case something bad happens, we can teleport back to the castle. Okay. Because I was reading how the teleport spell works. <laughs> ah, okay. Oh, oh. So that's one thing we need to catch uh, uh, Pete up on. So uh, yeah, as they were going through the the uh, what what the Aboleth and and the cultists had collected, there was a helm of teleportation, um, robe of um, displacement. Oh, that's fun. And yeah, which Chase now has. And there was another item that's slipping my mind right now. Parapet of uh, poison were, protection. Right. The yeah, there's a periapt of poison protection. And there was a mm-hmm. third item, the helm that uh, Lilith laid dibs on. Yeah. Yeah, the teleportation. Yeah. So. So, oh, yeah. Okay, so I have changed the listing for Verendel on my sheet from being a friend to being an ally. And changed our relationship status to patron. Where is that? Oh, um, it's under the notes tab. <laughs> oh, <laughs> does it have sugar, Daddy? <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna ask, is it Facebook official now? Um, I have added the it's note that in. I'm his pay pig. <laughs> oh, so the king is my sugar daddy. Done. <laughs> yeah, no. Right. Is, pick is just a newer and slightly dirtier way of saying he's my sugar daddy. Well, I am a lady, so. Well, there you go. I'll stick with sugar daddy. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> Chase would like to try to get moving on getting this weapon completed. I gotta be honest. I don't remember which one I was working on. I think it was the you were making, sniper rifle. You're make, you're, no, you were making the um the 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 duplicate for warrant. Oh yeah, that's right. I was making. So here's here's my question and my kind of my issue. Um, warrant is not a light class weapon, right. which means I cannot use the the, the two the two weapon fighting to fire it. Is there a light class firearm? Yes, let me look it up. I believe is there like some kind of holdout pistol, like a any yeah, it's Derringer type pistol. Yes, there is something like that. Uh, the palm pistol, I believe, is the light pistol. Oh yeah, no. I remember that. I'll just keep working on the secondary for warrant because what I can do is just, you know, sideline warrant and quick draw and keep firing and it'll buy me an extra three rounds before I have to reload one of them. Yeah. So you're doing a more pirate style where you have a bunch of loaded. Uh... Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's called a New York reload. Not in Grimsby. It's not. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's called a Grimsby reload. You think I'm going to name a cool move like that after the city where I happen to make one of the guns? No, nah, it's a Genasi reload. Come on now. Okay, Genasi reload. It's just where you pull another gun instead of reloading yours. Guys? The combat guys, chaser? Guys, it's the chase shuffle. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> However, I will say I do like combat chaser, but <laughs> I'm going to chase shuffle. So anyways, yeah. So uh, up until such time as we need to either have a meeting, plan, or leave, that is what I would like Chase to be working on predominantly. Okay. Uh, so why don't we? So so you find out you've got. Um, I just want. We need to look. Uh, I want to look up the crafting rules. Uh, just... Lotus did want to say something to the king. I okay. just want to put that out there to remember. Because I'm going to forget. Please, say what you need to say. Uh, Your Highness, 
maybe you should put out a call for anyone that seems to have suddenly woken up after a period of time of not remembering things. Just in case to see who else that thing may have mentally grabbed. Ooh, that's a good call. That is an excellent uh, suggestion, that, uh, Lotus. Inspiration, I vote. Second. So he, he calls over one of his... Uh, one of the underlings and he's you know have 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 word be put out for uh for any uh for anybody that seemed to have been awoken uh since late yesterday uh and we will you know have them brought here and and then interview and find out what was going on and uh, page kind of you know writes down what what's being said and he's he's ready to go uh, after breakfast jade is going to go visit the blacksmith okay um so and you're ready yeah um actually so what i think so so through through channels you find out that the um the orc ambassador is not going to be leaving for he, as much as he wanted to get out of here right away there's you know there's all the preparation that need to be made so you guys are going to have probably like a week of of doing nothing so or, or not doing nothing of doing downtime activities but i need to go grab a book because i don't have it in dnd beyond somehow with all or the crafting the crafting well, all the downtime activities for uh for fifth edition um they're in xanathar's and uh player's handbook so unless i just pull this up here oh, no this is yeah so give me a second let me go grab those books downtime activities chase yo um i'm confused about something so, okay like we got the general guy you got that general guy Is that where it stopped like did you avenge your father and my parents deaths and is it all over i don't think it is no, it absolutely is not. We can't do anything about it right now because we got to do the orc thing, right? Well, I think that's potentially tied in. This this isn't the only kingdom the Warmakers are going to want to work in. Yeah, probably right. But we'll get there. Okay. And I'm working on a special gun just for that situation. Like that. <laughs> All right. So you have some options for things you can do for the week uh while well, you have downtime uh chase uh you and uh your your the the gnome alchemist artificer sort of guy uh can uh will work on the making the warrants uh double and i will say uh since you have that feature and everything that you can make ammunition and have cost and repair your gun and do whatever whatever um that if you spend the entire week working with uh the uh the work the the double no, yeah. and uh like because a, a pepper box is uh 250 gold pieces value that's um but since you can do it at half as far as I'm reading that, um, and you had already started him on the process. Uh, if the two of you focus on that and, you know, you put out the, the 125 and materials, uh, at the end of the week, uh, you will have a second pepper box. Done. I'm already taking the money off. All right. Uh, I hear a gun montage. <laughs> there's there. So, so Chase disappears into the, the, the lab, the, the workshop lab, uh, ballistics, uh, <laughs> ballistics room. Uh, him and the gnome, and for the next week, you really only see Chase uh, when he comes out to to eat breakfast or eat dinner. What's the conversion rate? Uh, it's all base ten, right? Uh, on current on so for electric silver to gold. Uh, yeah, let me look that up. I think so. I want to say yes. Yeah, because I'm gonna go ahead and while we're in town, convert because I've been carrying around. 500 copper pieces and that's just assuming that my math is correct on how much money i'm supposed to have actually you know what i know it's not because i don't have the money from the last few sessions who does have an up-to-date um financial total not me no not me at all yeah i've got some of it but not all of it because i know we have more money than i have listed added this money thing the thing is, I'm not normally, but the last few sessions, uh, well, actually, I should say this campaign, I have unfortunately just been real bad about it. Mm -hmm. Because I have, we have 110 platinum, 1720 gold, 
8,000 silver and 1,100 copper. You have is that, way more is, than I do. Yeah, is that each or total? I That's have total five. amongst us. I didn't, I figured we would divide it up, and I just never divided it up because I know that we got a lot of the gold and the silver from when we had the battle in the inn and we fought the war makers, or we fought what's his name after he killed all the war makers. Artor. Artor, yeah. Um, and then also we got a decent amount in the sewers. Yeah, and I don't think I, I didn't put that in there. Uh, okay, well, I've got, I took off the 125, and then we'll just have to figure out what... Yeah, well, you just so got 120 from the king. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, so uh, it is base 10, uh, with Electrum being the, the, the funny one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, one platinum so is 10 gold. I can change this to 350. Or if I take out 500 coppers, I can then change this to add 30 gold by taking out 300 silver. But then as far as the rest of it, we'll figure it out. Maybe after a session, somebody can sit down. We can do the math and figure it out. Yeah, and just go back and add it up. All right. So, so anyways, yes, that's Chase's downtime. That's Chase's week. Uh, what... What are what is what are other folks looking to do this week? You have uh, for down actual official examples of downtime activities. There are a few. Um, you can hire an agent to try to find a magic item for you to buy. You can go carousing. Ooh, carousing! Uh, you can craft items. Uh, should you have the skills, um, and that includes like brewing potions and stuff like that. Uh, commit crimes. Ooh, committing crimes. <laughs> Uh, go gambling, pit fighting, just relaxing, uh, religious service. Oh, religious service. Um, go knock on some doors, Orion. Research. Ooh, uh, research? Scribing, Yay, a, research. scribing a spell scroll, selling a magic item. Uh, Actually, training. research may not be a bad idea. Training. Uh, so, uh, trying to learn a new language or pick up a new tool proficiency, uh, you could go work. Um, and that's pretty much, that's pretty much, uh, the bulk of it. Joe, how much would impact oil be? Impact oil? Yeah, I was trying to look it up. I can't find it. What is it? It's, uh... Oil of impact, it explodes. I know I've seen it before. So that your impacts don't squeak. <laughs> or I could be wrong. Uh, I think that might be... Let me look that up, but I don't... I'm not exactly... Yeah, see, I tried to look it up in D&D Beyond and it didn't have it. Yeah, I'm not... I don't think it's an actual thing, this edition. I think it might have been something... Uh, previous. I'm remembering it from... No, it's not homebrewed. Yeah, I think it's probably from a previous edition. According to Obsidian Portal, it is from Faerun. I'm dropping a link in the chat. Yeah, Forgotten Realms. Right, but that might still also be from a previous edition. Yeah, because it was. I was reading a book and I had an idea. What did we tell you about that sort of thing? Hey, I just you know, if a Warhammer is great, one that when it hits you, it explodes is even better. That seems like you would go through a lot of Warhammers. Well, you don't put a whole lot of it. Uh, so according to... The... I'm sorry, go ahead, Jitro. Uh It was just in the DMG, there is no oil of impact. There's oil of sharpness, oil of slipperiness, and oil of etherealness. Now that you mentioned uh, putting it on the hammer, I want to switch out somebody's um, oil that they use to work their leather gloves. Uh, maybe somebody who does a lot of boxing. I feel like the results would just be hilarious. See, You're a terrible human being. You're a prankster, mm -hmm. and I'm a comic book nerd, and mm -hmm. I just want to coat Chase's playing cards in them. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly Chase has this like Creole accent that came out of nowhere. Bad Cajun accent, yes. <laughs> Chase was fan cast with Jean Claude Van Damme for some reason. <laughs> oh no! You would prefer to see maybe? No, no, Van Damme no. from that movie that he was the Cajun guy. Oh, you mean? Uh, no, there was one where the other one. Uh, the other one. <laughs> you mean Hard Bloodsport. Target? Hard Bloodsport. Target. That's it. No, it was Hard Target. Oh damn it! I wasn't supposed to get it right. Sorry. I so feel like I've watched that movie, and I do not remember him having a Cajun accent. Yeah, yeah that's from the New point. Orleans. That is, no, but that's the point. You don't remember him having a Cajun that. accent because I feel like it was I watched so that bad. movie, and I don't remember anything about that movie. That's, I mean, to be fair, I don't think I've seen that movie since I was a teenager. Oh, bad word to you, Mark. Reminded me how old I am. I mean, it kind of reminded me how old I am. So it's a cell phone, right? 
What's a cell phone? Self own. Oh. Self burn. I also thought you said cell phone. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, I, I thought you said cell phone too. Ins burn. Well, I think Lilith is going to go and get to know the ambassador better since we're going to spend time with him. Oh, goodness. Learning, you know, customs and stuff so we don't insult him. Sure, that's what you mean. Joe, get ready to RP that sex scene. Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Seems like a good way to get demonetized. Listen, I... I mean, I, 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 I'm still dreading the the eventual Lilith, uh, the Orion. Lilith Orion. That will be a thing sex, of beauty. Sex tape that's on, on the, the dark web. Wait, why do drow spiders have to be housing it? <laughs> I mean, that's that's where all illicit things go. I'm sorry. When you said sex tape, I just had this image of like from the Flintstones when the bird would be like carving the pictures out, but then the bird started poking itself in the eyes. This picture a magically enchanted bird pecking out the stones and then looking up at an invisible camera and going, it's a living. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking the fourth wall. Oh, I God. like the effort Anyways, that, that bird had okay. to poke out its own eyes, by the way. So Lilith is trying to entrench herself with the ambassador. Yes. Not entrenched. Just get to know him. He was a nice guy. I do believe he was handsome. What did I say, Joe? Bringing coffee cake <laughs> in pairs. Because they liked pears and coffee cake. Well, they they like they they're fans of sweets and all, uh, of all sorts. Uh, yeah, but in Lilith's mind, it was the coffee cake. Well, I mean, and pears. All right, so you're gonna go hang out with the the half work, get to understand and know them better. Yeah, it's just you know, because sometimes you know people could have different customs and oh yeah, no need yeah. to be fighting with the people we're walking. You know, we're trying to protect. Um. So so let's say you spend the week doing that. Uh, you probably put out a total about like 25 gold for the week, kind of buying lunches and whatnot. Uh, Alrighty. Um, uh, so you, uh, Lilith will have advantage on, uh, intelligence checks, uh, when, when it comes to pertaining to things, uh, related to, uh, the orc culture, um, and you'll have advantage on charisma checks, uh, when dealing with, with the, uh, the orc members. Cool. Okay. Throw that in my notes. Jade, what do you want to be doing? I'm going to go see the blacksmith. Okay. So you head down to the blacksmith's uh, forge. He looks up. And, oh, looks up and then looks down. Hello. <laughs> oh, hello. Uh, what, what, what can I do for you today? Um, I, I need, I need something modified. What, what do you need? I, I take out the crowbar. And I... He looks. He looks at it, and do you need it made smaller? Do you need it made larger? What, what, what do we need done with it? need it made more deadlier. <laughs> Wide eyes. His, his brow furrows, and he looks at it. Um... What, uh... What, what, what sort of... I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to do this with a tool, but, uh... What what what, oh, um, what what does deadlier mean to you? Sharp, pointy, maybe a little hookish, and a cross guard. <laughs> um, looking at you, are you wearing your 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 standard array of weapons? Um, mm, probably, maybe. Um, if he's outside, I'm probably in most of my snowsuit. No, he's 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 got a covered forge and and walls and stuff. Okay, so probably just in my little overall dress with. You know, rapier on side, dagger in boot, that kind of thing. Big wide eyes batting her eyelashes at him. He's he's like, well, um, <clears throat> I, I I can. There's only so much I can do with this to make a weapon of it. Uh, but uh, I I I think I might be able to to help you out. Uh, just make it a little bit more pointy and a little bit more of a hook. And and I need a I need a cross guard. Do I need to find extra material for you to do that with? No, no, my dear. I'm 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 quite well stocked with 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 iron and whatnot. It's it's gonna be. Uh, this has already been tempered. Um, it's yes! gonna be a little bit of, of, of work Mark, for me. That's but... it, right there. For reference, I put an image in the chat of a Chinese hook sword. I'm specifically the Chinese hook sword that belonged to Cable in Mortal Kombat. Um, probably. Because it came from a movie website. You read my mind. That's that's about what I'm looking for. Okay. Lost Joe. Oh, there you are. No, no. I'm just the problem is is how to translate that into D and D. 
because it's not quite a standard weapon. <laughs> we're we're really messing nope. you up tonight. <laughs> Imagination. Right, but Boom. I also have to be responsible for mechanics. So so here here is the honest answer that I feel is correct. Uh this is going back basing off of this weapon existed in 3.5, way, way, way back in the Dark Ages. Mm-hmm. Um and the medium version of the weapon was a slashing weapon that weighed about three pounds uh, and had a damage of before. Um, Broke up their mark. Can you hear me better now? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it was, yeah, actually, I literally pulled the website up. I can just paste it in. But it was a medium weapon, typically, or a small weapon, since she is a halfling. That might be more appropriate. These stats are based on 3.5, but I feel like there should be an equivalent 5e. Oh, look, there you go. Yeah, 1d6, light finesse special. Hey. Ooh, that sounds nice. If you have two of this weapon, you may hook them together to deal 2d4 damage instead of 1d6. This Whoa. also adds the reach feature. That's exactly how hook swords actually work. That is, yeah, that's some shit right there. Okay. So he tells you after a little bit of thinking and scratching, he's like, okay, I can make, I can make something what you're, 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 you're telling him about, um, uh, but it's going to cost, uh, 30 gold pieces. Okay. And I give him 30 gold pieces. Uh, come back, uh, end of the week should have it made for you. Thank you. Um, make sure when you, cause you're basically going to have to put that into your, into D and D beyond, um, uh, customize the weapon so just make sure you have to use that link okay i'll figure it out (coughs) okay so he goes and does that uh lotus how are you spending your i'm going to go into the palace library and start researching for any possible outside information that may be referencing my tribe or the curse in my background okay um so research let me okay so um if you spend a week between the act the access to the library or sages um it the minimum it's gonna you're gonna have to spend is 50 gold pieces between materials bribes gifts and other expenses um at i'm the fine end of with the, that okay let me get through everything uh at the end of the week you make a you make an intelligence check um and for each additional 100 gold pieces you spend you get a plus one bonus to that Um, and you will make that because you have access to the royal uh the royal libraries and and whatnot uh you'll have advantage on that check so figure out how much lotus wants to spend and then we can make the check I've already spent the 50, and I'm not sure how much money Lotus has. Okay. So, all right. So, spend the 50, uh, make an intelligence check uh, with advantage. 17. Okay. So, you learn, you're able to uncover two pieces of lore concerning your tribe and the curse. Um, You found that... Uh, at a, you find out that at a point in the past, it's believed that your your tribe and most of those of your race ha- um, turn uh, were worshippers of um, Vixus. Um, but at a certain point in time, uh, you your tribe changed its beliefs and started following Adros, the god of magic. Uh, and what you found out is Vixtus, uh, displeased by losing followers, um, put uh, convinced through through his trickery, convinced uh, a member of your tribe to steal an artifact that uh, is, is sacred to Adros. Um, and Adros was angered by this um, and uses his mat and, and has laid the curse upon your people to uh, until he, until the, the artifact is restored, um, your people are unable to uh, remember their past. Um, and, and every so often terrible things happen to the Valley. Uh, is that just piece of information one, or is that all I got? Oh, that is piece of information number one. Um, piece of information number two that you find, um, you're not sure if this is the artifact or not, but you 
when you're looking for information about artifacts, um, the one that you find specifically related to Adros is called the Eye of Adros. Um, and it's said to be a polished, uh, a polished stone uh, ball about about the size of a, a you know good sized bowling ball um and it's said to have different magical properties um but the exact nature of it you weren't able to ascertain because no one's really seen it or had possession of it in a long time all right thank you no problem uh lila uh, Lilith is doing the things with the half works so orion Okay, so the first day, uh, Orion spends pretty much the entirety of the day uh, in his chambers at the palace making uh, notes and um, getting himself organized. Uh, I can't remember if this is something that we had established in the past or not. The church, the Edarian church that he is associated with, the main church, the real, real main church, mm -hmm. the big one, uh, they have some kind of like library or repository of scrolls and, and information yeah, church the, lore and history, right? Yeah, at the main at the main temple. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Uh, so day number part two, he's... Part of that whole temple complex. Yeah. Okay. So uh, day number two, then, he is going to spend there. And what he's working on is um, that first day when he got himself organized was compiling all of the things that have happened in the last couple of weeks to him that he directly knows about and anything that he is suspicious of uh, in terms of these, like, Vixtus type incursions between the Yuan-Ti and um, you know, the Lycanthropy going back to Marsh Island and just all of these things that just feel like they are not adding up or they are adding up to something really bad. Um, so day number two, he's going to spend um, at the library or, or whatever it is doing research, um, but he doesn't really want anyone, particularly anyone at the church, knowing what he's doing. Like anything he can do to subtly just go in there without having a conversation with anybody about what he's doing, just go in there, do his work, make his notes, and then leave again would be the best all right um, so he's at a point where he gonna, just doesn't trust anybody all right so you're gonna have to give an investigation check but with disadvantage since you're not using the librarian to help you right okay uh all right hold on. Yeah, we'll go with the 11 on that one yeah i know you're rolling with disadvantage so you take the lower of the oh two. i forgot you're right <laughs> i forgot this is not how it disadvantage works at all <laughs> um so you kind of flounder around in the library uh during that day um and yeah you're orion realizes he doesn't actually know how to read it seemed like a good plan at the time but then he got there and it was like oh these scrolls um, all have it, words it, on them well no, no orion knows how to read it's just orion's not familiar with how the library stores things and yeah I get in the temple. So he's just sort of fumbling around you. You know, you, you keep going back and finding like the main Adarian, you know, scriptures and, you know, but uh, you're, you know. Yeah. I mean, he was trying to like focus on things that were, like the more recent events. And uh, I feel like that's definitely not what he found. Nope. Got it. Got it. Nope, um, okay, so next order of business, uh, the next day after that, and kind of recompiling notes and stuff. Um, what was the name? His, his chamber is all covered of red strings. I was sort of thinking, like, yeah, he's got that Charlie Day, uh, crazy conspiracy theory wall going on. The only reason that he would not is that he doesn't want anybody even accidentally seeing. Um, so that's why it's all red strings and no it's, pictures. It's <laughs> It's just, it just looks like a red spider web in his room. There are no pictures, no notes. He keeps them all on himself and just has to put them back up every day. Okay. Least so, conspiracy theorist ever. I mean, really, doesn't that define Orion? Um, yes. What was the name of the um, the woman from the Church of Akena? I think it was. You that. have not met anybody from Akena. You oh met man, who was Lady Jessen? Yes, uh, that's who I'm thinking of. Thompson. That's who I'm thinking of is, is Lady Jess. Um, he would like to try to make contact with her 
but again, without anyone else knowing why, like he would like to have a private meeting for her. And, you know, if approaching the church means someone says, what are you here about? He is not going to say um, you you're you're able you go the, the that morning and uh, you can you know, you go and request to get you request a, an audience with her. Um, of course, yeah, her 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 secretary um, definitely asks, you know, what is the what is the the nature of your your wish for an audience? You do the tight lip thing. Um, yeah, I mean, he's not rude about it, but he's like, I apologize, but I it's for her ears only. And and there's there's a bit of nodding. I mean, it, it's well known that you help. Uh, you know, it's known amongst these folks that you helped with uh with the you know the the framing and and helped with the war maker issue so uh you know they wish i'll mark the calendar for this day by the way i did say orion said something not rudely well orion better hope lilith don't find out he's hanging out with this other chick um so uh, about you you wait maybe 30 minutes and and lady jessen comes out and she is she's like oh yes no no uh come in Come into my chambers. We, you know, into my office. I'll, uh, you know, I'm sure there's much we need to speak on. Um, so you're ushered into her, her, her chambers. Um, they are very austere. Um, her office. Uh, you know, there's. I mean, there's like a large symbol of of Kempson, you know, sitting behind her her desk. But otherwise, there's just like a place for her to like, you know take her armor off and, and, and have it on a stand, uh, you know, place to, to hang her, her weapons. Um, it, it's a, it feels very martial, very, uh, military-esque, um, and mm-hmm. not say, mm-hmm. not say like Lady Senan's office where, you know, there's all sorts of, you know, all sorts of doodads and, 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 mem- you know, and, and gifts from people and things. This is very much, you know, she comes in here to work and that's it. Um, yeah. So she takes a space. She takes a spot behind her desk. Um, she motions for you to sit. Uh, there's like a pitcher of water and a couple of cups on the desk. Uh, but she looks in and she's. I've been. Uh, I've been made aware of uh, what what was going on. What went down under the city. Uh, congratulations to you, you and your companions on defeating whatever that was. He sits down. Uh, when offered the chair, and uh, this will be the first time that I am pretty certain the first time that she has experienced this, he takes off his helmet. Depressurizing yeah. and everything. Depressurizes and everything. <laughs> it is really fun if he takes it off without depressurizing it. And then his head explodes. <laughs> Blood um, just so explodes she... out of his nose and ears. <laughs> he gets the bends. <laughs> Which is tough when it's just your nose that gets the bends. Um... So she she nods and thank so what you. brings he you here? I he puts his helmet down, I think, like on the floor next to his chair uh, and looks her like right in the face. I, I need to speak with you about matters that are gravely important, but also I believe must be handled with the utmost discretion and it's an issue that i don't feel comfortable trusting others with but i trust you on this Hmm. she nods so well i i remember the last time we spoke i was formulating a plan to maybe flush out the uh maybe the 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 trickster elements going on here and now that you you encountered a creature that hails from realms beyond ours it definitely seems like Vixus is involved in this. things are not well things are not right in Grimsby and I'm I know that I have always traditionally focused only on the concerns that deal directly with the Church of Edar but I am very swiftly becoming afraid that if I don't begin to look at a bigger picture Grimsby will fall he opens up his his pouch and and takes out all of his insane conspiracy notes that are maybe not quite so insane under the circumstances and just works on weaving through the entire story that he has gone through in all of the things that have been messed up culminating with uh telling her the backstory of his relationship with eslin and what happened with eslin at the abbey um and just goes through the whole thing with her so she she sits and listens and you know from time to time she sort of you see concern on her face and then you you know and when you you get done she uh she reaches up grabs the pitcher pours herself a a, a, a cup of water takes a sip 
and she i think more than just grimsby is in jeopardy i also suspect that i was just afraid to think even that much bigger i'm afraid of the 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 repercussions and i think for obvious reasons it's difficult for me to trust anyone i mean my companions i trust implicitly but going beyond them who do i trust who do i turn to but knowing that you know the things that you know already i feel to the best of my discretion, that we need to be on the same page here, you and I. Do you tell her about the 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 trip with the uh, with the orcs or not? Uh, I don't mention that yet because he's been pre too preoccupied with all of this to even okay. be noticing or paying attention to the conversation that the group has been having about going out. Of- okay. um, um, but he does spend a lot of focus on the doppelganger that was at. Um, Sport Edgewood also. She, uh, she's, yeah, the, she's, the doppelganger definitely has me concerned. And especially as we don't know who this warlord is. And as I recall on that slip, the general had made comment about them avoiding or being leery of the lore keepers. What can you tell me about the lore keepers? Maybe things that I, I don't know that aren't normally public information or maybe just looking deeper into their organization well they they are they are a sect they are part of the uh, church of ibarra the goddess of secrets and what lies beyond she you know one of the the three founding siblings of our world uh, her those the lore keepers are mysterious uh, you might have one within your midst and not know that they are they are there but from what i know is they try to keep they try to keep secret the things that should not be known by mortals like the existence of the far realms or how to contact them or how to uh, not even just the far realms but the hells and the abyss and uh, and and they take they take the fight against uh against creatures that come from those regions creatures not part of the the or the the creations of akena adar and even this uh, they don't they don't fight like your eye would, where they where it's up front and 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 gung ho. They use magic and subtlety and subterfuge uh, to deal with anything that would threaten that could possibly knowledge that could possibly threaten the world. Orion turns away, just sort of mulling over everything in his head, trying to trying to sort things out, trying to make some kind of sense of everything. She taps her finger on the table and she's like, you might want to go to a temple of Ibarra and bring this information, what you've encountered, what you're, what you have experienced. Um, and, and maybe they can grant you further knowledge. Uh, what I, I what I have spoken to you is, what I have spoken to you is, again, it's based off of some experience and then some what i've heard uh, but it's, it's all i know about the lore keepers i understand i appreciate your candor if there is if i understand that you're busy if you have the opportunity to gather any information from your own libraries i think that would be a good idea just to be as well informed on current events that seem suspicious possible i yesterday spent most of the day in in my own church's libraries it didn't bear any fruit but it's important that we keep our ears to the ground at this point because anything that seems off probably is she she nods her head it uh it definitely seems as if there's many machinations going on whether it's the war makers or the thing that was under the city, or these doppelgangers, the UNT. I don't. I. I can't believe that all of these things are happening independent of one another. Mm, no, I don't believe in coincidence. You know, we've. You know, we 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 speculate that the war makers are looking to fracture the the peace that our our previous king worked so hard to achieve between the warring factions and it just uh just seems as if while that that sort of chaos would i'm not sure who would have benefit but it would benefit somebody i i agree and i i don't think we're at a point yet to be able to determine whom but i think that needs to be a priority that we work on if you're willing to work with me on that absolutely i've also been 
uh, last few days have been having uh, members of the the Temple of Vixtus uh, surveilled. I'm glad you have the resources to be able to do that. Mm, I, I put one of my trusted lieutenants on it. Uh, unfortunately, nothing out of the ordinary. Um, I mean, they even were well behaved during the coronation. So indeed, indeed, we were expecting trouble, and we're, I suppose, pleasantly surprised and. There wasn't any. Yes, I was. I was pleased that that went off without a hitch. I could only imagine the 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 upheaval that could have been caused if if an attack had occurred during the coronation, and God's forbid something were to have happened to His Majesty. I trust you to know your people better than anyone else, but I'm just telling you, I trust my associates, but I don't trust anyone, even in my own church. If she not. Eslin could be turned. I can't trust anyone there. Mm. Just remember, these creatures, some of these creatures are uncanny with their abilities to mesmerize and uh, use psionic abilities to control, but they don't they don't permanently change somebody. I would imagine you'd go and find your 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 master uh, back to what he was when you were training under him. And uh, it's very rare for them to permanently change. I understand what you're saying. I truly do. But I just for the time being, I I, I can't fully trust that anyone isn't picked up again, even if they've been freed from something like it's just it's too dangerous of a time to open myself up to that. She nods. Well, as long as you are able to continue to trust your companions that your 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 group there is uh caught the eye of many uh with with what we've heard you've done uh within protecting the prince from Aleph to doing what was needed to be done at fort edgewood uh it, it is not gonna unnotice and uh you you've garnered quite a, a reputation for yourselves and i think it's i think it's due to your cohesion even as i look at it from an outsider's perspective your group shouldn't work and she laughs <laughs> orion no... doesn't laugh but he makes a face <laughs> that like he's suppressing a lot um it shouldn't but i think it is in that that it does and from what i have heard uh, from testimonies uh, about how you were able to spoil Aleph, but yet you're able to calm uh, our king from executing swift justice on the traitor. It, it, it speaks for your group and both your prowess and your uh, and your knowledge. Well, thank you for saying so. They oftentimes are hotly looking for justice. Several of my friends are, are strongly, ha- have been strongly wronged by the enemies of of our of our city but for me i am simply constantly reminded that once someone has died they have outlived their usefulness so even an enemy can be useful in life <laughs> though also lately i'm beginning to i don't know see that maybe such a, a strict perspective on it is can be counterproductive as well. she uh there are everything is a balance just like just like our goddess kempson you know she is fierce in war, but she was just in peace. It's times call for different, different mobility. And you are sometimes you need to bring swift justice, like to the thing that was under the city. And sometimes you need to be restrained and within your enemy, find the resources to your ultimate victory. Well, it's a, a time where we must make some unexpected allies in the interests of the greater good. And I appreciate that you're willing to work with me to maintain the peace in the city. Yeah. Unlike the, the the deluded war makers, I do not pray for war. I would rather honor our lady with, you know, a just peace and always be prepared for war, but not seek it out. Well, kind of look. I uh I'm strong to, my mm-hmm. I'm sorry, go ahead. She's like, if you need to to call on me either to discuss what you've uncovered or just to have someone to sound off, you are always welcome here in the Temple of Kempson. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm very strong in my commitment to Edar and coming to you was in some ways personally difficult. But it, uh, I believe it was the right thing to do. And I believe that we should communicate again, though I think that it would be potentially dangerous to for me to keep coming here. I think it becomes too 
noticeable. Should our enemies uh, have eyes in or around here? Is there someone somewhere in between here and, and the Church of Eater or somewhere in the area that we can meet outside where we may avoid the prying eyes of our enemies? She pauses to think and <clears throat> that is a, because I was going to suggest I could, if you are going to remain in the palace, uh, my presence in the palace of the king is not completely with, you know, um, she kind of looks around and she hear her pull open a desk, a uh, drawer in her desk, um, and she brings out a, uh, probably about like a fist-sized rock. Um, she's like, better than us meeting in person, because that, regardless of where we go, there are eyes on us. But this, this is a sending stone, and it's keyed to... Uh, one that I have as well. So should you need or should I need to get a hold of you, you can use this to find a place uh, quiet or someplace secure wherever you are and we can communicate. And as far as I'm aware, the magic that enchants these items is not uh, not Takes it and puts it in his pouch. I, um, I do, I have been staying in chambers in the palace and he describes to her where his room is. If you're in the palace and can slip away and need to talk, that's where I can also be found easily most of the time. Excellent, excellent. Um, so uh, add into uh, Orion's uh, inventory a sending stone. Got it. Got it. Um, and just FYI, um, so basically you can use the sending spell with it. Um, so you send 25 words or less, um, but you can only use it basically once a day, once set spell. Sending as used, you can't use again until the next dawn. Um, and it's if, one use per day. It's twenty-five yep. words, but one use per day, right? Got it. Okay, got it. Yep. Um, so it can send. Uh, so you you send to the creature that that has the other stone, which would be Lady Justin, um, and she is able to respond back. Uh, got it. And if one of the stones is destroyed, the other one becomes a non-magical stone. But you know, a pretty stone. <laughs> So. Okay, got it. I stand, retrieve my helmet, blow her a kiss. Um, <laughs> which, I mean, is just a very common farewell in the Church of Eater. Ah. We choose life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I say my, my farewells and I head out. Head back to my conspiracy headquarters. Back to yeah. the Orion Cave. Back to the Orion Cave. Why don't I have an Alfred? <laughs> I did, and then he went to the Goblin Lands. Or he's preparing to go to the Goblin Lands. I guess he's more of my yeah. Robin. <laughs> My ward who you abandoned well you know he went to mom blood haven okay so um what sorry i wonder what happened name? to my ward <laughs> mord yeah mord i miss mord mord's been uh mord's been kind of hanging out he actually while you're at the gob at the the orcs uh embassy uh mord shows up one evening uh he he you know greets you fondly uh, technically, oh. technically, he's supposed to be helping get folks re ready with Grunk to go do the Goblin mission. Um, but he's been he's been having a good old time in Grimsby. Apparently, uh, he, he's kind of uh, a, a being one of the few hobgoblins in town. Um, he is kind of and, and 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 you know he's kind of gotten invited invited to places and meeting people that you might normally you might normally not have been hobnobbing with uh you know the ambassador had met him uh and and uh he, when mord shows up he's got a he, he's got a deck of boobs uh yes play some, play some cards for playing boobs wait hold Step on we get hold orc on. embassy playing boobs uh, are these cheap orcish proxies do i have to worry about counterfeiting no 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 mord Remember, Mord was the was was your original artist for boobs. That doesn't mean he's not counterfeiting them. Where's my Where's my cut of this? He, uh, he's been boobs playing money. this game called Tits. You probably should have copyrighted this chase. <laughs> oh, sadly, the elves are pretentious. They call this game breasts. Um, I do have the game copyrighted. <laughs> I've got three bullets that say it's copyrighted. <laughs> One says patent, one says copyright, one says trademark. Exactly. And much like the owl bear, Mord don't care. <laughs> Mord's not selling the deck. He's he's playing the game, so you know. Oh, so yeah, I, I well, guess that operates under um, fair use. Yeah, I guess. Also, also he he claims that because he is the original artist, he actually has the copyright on the images since it wasn't done as work for hire. Oh, that's not good. 
It's okay. One of my bullets covers that. <laughs> the situation is getting ugly. Well, me and Morg will renown them with stories of our past adventures while we play boobs. Oh, they they they, they enjoy they enjoy hearing about uh, the battle uh, at the fishing village uh, when you guys took on the uh, hordes of Sahu again. Yep. Everyone agrees, however, that uh, Sahuagin flesh is uh, completely inedible. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> More hate fish, man. <laughs> pretty, pretty much, fishman made him bleed his own blood. Yeah. Fishman, there's not much you can do with it. <laughs> there's not enough milk to soak that in to make it taste good. No. Um. So, any, anybody want to do anything? During this uh, week before the uh, the trip wait, out, wait, 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 wait. For clarification, this is Chase and Lilith playing cards with Mord, right? Is that what we're talking about? No, this is, no, no. And, Chase no, is making a gun. Oh, okay. no, this is Mord and Lilith playing boobs with the orc embassy. Oh, so so it is Lilith there at least. It is a yeah. member of the yeah, group yeah. hanging Lilith, out with. Lilith. Oh, then Mord definitely says he he looks away for a moment, kind of like reminiscing on the nostalgia of this talk of Sahuagin battle, and says, little girl fight, fish men good, kill real good. Speaking of Jade. Aww. I, I kind of envision Lilith as like Riker when he was with the Klingons. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Eating gawk and... Exactly. I just remember blood wine. as Mord that Mord, like, appreciated Jade's killing skills so much then he made her the Sahuigan teeth necklace. He did. <laughs> so he would definitely ask Lilith how she's how she's doing in his Mordian way. Oh, I would, I would tell Morg about how everybody's doing and our glorious battle in the sewer where I had to unscramble your eggs. <laughs> Remember, he doesn't. I don't think he knows who. Oh, I guess he knows who Orion is. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah, you were yeah, there. Orion took was... over. Yeah, yeah. I just remember that I had been playing Mord for a while because Orion was gone. Yeah, well, he he remembers. He he was there for the fight between uh, Orion and Albert. Right, right. Yep. Because of course I got to tell him how weak you were in that battle, so that you know I can get him to come be a follower of uh, Lemon Gear. Yeah, I'm sure he laughs really hard, like he tilts his head back and then punches you, like in that way that almost seems aggressive, but you know he means it lovingly. Yeah, and I'll hit him with a third level guiding bolt. <laughs> <laughs> Loving Mord. Mord falls backwards in his chair, gets up, looks Smoking. mad, and then starts laughing. Oh, you're not hijacking my scene. Sorry, sorry, Me sorry. and Morg are having fun. And then I will go back to the castle and start packing for our trip. Excellent. Anybody else have things you want to do? I feel like Lotus tries talking to more of the party at dinner than being quiet and quietly stuffing his face as full as he can get it. Okay. Which Just, makes up for Chase being less social and literally grabbing a plate of food and going back into the workshop. Sorry, two plates of food. Have to feed the help. We should remember to feed him tonight. Well, I'm just happy it's not a few days. He was getting whiny. Well, he's getting whiny because you guys, he 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 had run out of uh, out of the good stuff in his flask. Oh, and he hasn't seen too. his family. Oh no, no, he to get to help work on a Genasi weapon. He will uh, he will forego seeing his family for for a while. This is like a, this is like you know getting to to you know work on you know Iron Man suit or something. It's this is oh, oh. next project. <laughs> what do you? You're going to hollow out a Warforge? That's exactly what I was about to say. Dude, that's gross. What? No, he'll still be living, and eventually he'll accept that his name is Friday. <laughs> this went all sorts of weird. Well. well hey, Joe, do we have time like to have the... This out for the evening. Well, uh, I want to have the stable guy look over our wagon to make sure it's road-wary. Yeah. Uh, road-worthy? That's or do it. you mean road-worthy. paranoid about roads? First one, then the other. Both. Um, the the yeah the 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 stable they they have um, made some minor adjustments. You know, tweak the tweak the 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 axles yeah. and short well, things. Sure tires up. got rotated. Well, they they added a replaced. flat screen. Listen, it's not pimp my ride. Okay, this is. Come on, we can't have a fountain. You can't have a fountain. You can't have a small box containing a uh, a. A musical group of uh, fairies. Oh. I forgot. That's a that's a stereo. I would assume in the D and D world. <laughs> um, oh, so in the dashboard we don't have a group of brownies playing. Nah, nah. I think you got 
I think you got uh, I think you got Jade playing her flute. Oh, I would have them add a top to it, like one yeah, of those no, they, canvas tops. Yeah, they they totally do. They totally like shifted around, so you're kind of almost Kyostoga, but not quite. Um, but yeah, your your the wagon is has been uh, set up so that is you know more for long travel uh, than you know the short back and forth between Edgewood and Grimsby, like. This is definitely, you know, you're expecting, you know, you'll be comfortable for weeks of travel in this versus, you know, if you tried before they fix things up, you'd probably, you know, have to carry a bunch of extra, you, you, you would probably break the wagon wheels you had because they were not meant for long distance traveling. Yeah, that's the mystery machine. And you'd end up, you know, breaking, you know, breaking a wagon wheel somewhere and making, you know, this world's version of Omaha. You all die from dysentery. <laughs> No, you you wouldn't because you have Jade with you and she's an outlander, so she can find clean water. Oh, that's true. And I, I do have a plus seven to my survival skills. So no, no, but Jade, Jade, like she's able, she's got that as part of her background. So you guys are oh, okay. So no dysentery. No, You're all eaten by were bears. Well, that's possible. But also, we definitely have entirely too much food to fit in the wagon because of that one animal that we shot. <laughs> Yeah, we just can't carry enough back. It's okay, though. We get to buy more bullets in St. Louis. <laughs> That'll be a real right. relief for you. You're always having trouble finding them. I know, right? All right. So seems like a good place to stop for the night. You guys are prepping for the adventure to come. And uh, let's do some experience points. Hi there. This is Joseph, the DM. I hope you're enjoying the Not Safe Wizards podcast so far. If you are, I'd love to ask you to do a couple things to help build the show up. One, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Preferably five-star, but hey, I leave that up to you. Second, follow us on social media. The links to our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are in the show notes. And thirdly, share it with your friends. Let them know about the podcast and have them take a listen. We look forward to entertaining you for a long time to come. Thanks. Have a great rest of your day.